Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey guys, we're here with the Hollywood Life Podcast. And we have got a very special guest, and she's even more special because this is her second time with the Hollywood Life Podcast, and of course, she's got more news. So everybody, welcome Carrie-Anne Inaba. Woo-hoo! Look, I'm cheering for myself. Is that wrong? <laughs> no. I was actually cheering because you said my name correctly. <laughs> and, and listen, we should cheer for ourselves, right? That's right. Because we're all very, we have to empower ourselves. That's correct. And be supportive. And you've also brought along a special guest. Yes. Dr. Dr. Stephanie Stephanie. Martin. Yes. Welcome. Thank you. We will fill all you listeners in in a little bit as to why Dr. Stephanie Martin is here as well. And of course, we have Ali Stagnita, our entertainment and news reporter and anchor, and our silent producer, Nick. Nick. (laughs) Nick. I love it. Listen, it's so great to see you back. It's good to see you again. And you look fantastic. And so do you. Oh, th- oh, thank you. I'm loving your dress. We were just discussing her fashion today. It's wonderful. It's a beautiful pink dress with lots of bling, 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 bling. Wow. So much. Well, <laughs> wait, you're doing my job here. <laughs> well, you know, you look great too, but you also have a lot of great news. Congratulations. You are the newest uh, full-time member of The Talk. Yes, I am. One of our favorite shows that we watch here at Hollywood Life. Oh, yeah. We're all about the female-led panels. That's right. We love that. An inclusive panel at that, Mm -hmm. too. We're such a diverse bunch of women. I love being on that panel. I know. And you used to, you were a a guest on the panel a lot. I think about 60 times. Wow. That is a lot. What did it take them so long? (laughs) (laughs) Well, there wasn't always a position available. So I was just guest co-hosting and it's just been a wonderful journey to be there. I'm really honored. That's right because you have replaced Julie Chen. Mm-hmm. Well not really because I think what's so great about that panel there's no like you don't replace anybody because you just come in with who you are. Mm. And so some people have said that but it's not really true. Julie Chen is always Julie Chen. It's, no one can take that away from her and I'm Carrie Annie Naba and I'm different than Julie Chen. We both are of Asian descent but that's really where the similarities kind of end. We're very different people and with mutual respect. I love that woman. I like that a yeah. lot. I yeah. feel really that's kind of a cool thing, right? That yeah. we're just very yes. different. Yes. And and you bring so much to to the panel, but you know, I'm sure that guesting 60 times you got familiar with the group, but what is it that made you want to be there full time? Actually, the very first time I sat on that panel with those women, I felt like I belonged. As we all know, like we're here sitting right now, even though Nick, the silent producer, (laughs) is a man, it's really nice to be around women and to hear other different opinions and to agree to disagree sometimes. I think that's really empowering to be able to share your stories and listen with respect and support, even though sometimes you might have a differing opinion. Well, the thing is, is there have been... I mean, women's issues have just been so much in the news. So, yes. like, you guys have had, there's just so mm-hmm. much, like, a more than enough to talk about. Yes. <laughs> more than enough. Yes, more than enough, <laughs> for sure. I feel like every day there's new issues. Mm-hmm. But, you know, how do you prepare for the show, actually? Like, do you guys have, do you have to get in really early to do research? Do you have to, like, stay up late to watch the, the news the night before? 
You know, it's great. That show is produced really well. There's a, a great team of producers. And what happens is in the morning, I get there about 8 o'clock. I get into hair and makeup for about a half an hour. And then we start meeting with a lot of different producers because each pr producer covers a different story. And mm. um, we have all these discussions before the show just to kind of get a feel of what the stories are. They give us a lot of background because... I'm new to being sort of in this area. I mean, I'm a dance expert. That's where I come from, right? But I'm also just a person. And what's so great about this panel is it's really just about my personal opinions, how normal people talk about subjects, right? You read about it, and then we talk about it as it relates to our lives. And that's what we do on that show. The thing that is different is, though, I do the, the introduction, the voiceover. So that's mm. new. So I have to get there a little early to do the voiceover before the show starts. And and but and also, is there something that you have to learn about diving in? Because you've got very opinionated people there. You know, Sharon Osbourne and Sarah Gilbert. I mean, they yeah, Cheryl are, Underwood <laughs> and Eve. They're all so. I mean, as you said, everyone's opinionated, and I could imagine it'd be so easy to get talked over. Oh, actually, you talked know, over on the talk. Yeah, talked over on the talk. <laughs> no, that never happens. What's great is um, because we're there every day. You don't have to get it all in. Yeah. So I never feel the need to like force my story in if I want to tell a story because I know that the topic will come up again. So there's there's this sort of like if someone's telling a story, it's there to be supportive. And I learned how to do that on Dancing with the Stars being a part of that panel is if it's Bruno's moment or Len's moment, I'm there to support. And that's what working together is about. Collaboration is about being able to listen as well as tell your own opinion. Um, so I feel like, well, first I wanted to say that I feel like I have to, like, I'd want a glass of wine or something, like sit in with the girls every day, though. That would probably be dangerous for me. Um, but, <laughs> um, but when you took the role, was there anyone that you were really, um, kind of nervous to go head to head with at all? Like, is there someone that you kind of think twice almost before, like, speaking at on all? the panel? Yeah. Oh. Is there any, like, one that oh, you really got kind of just, like, question. nervous about? No. Um, Never. I'm thinking like that's that's a really interesting question. No, I've never felt intimidated or they're very um, gracious and generous. Mm -hmm. So Sarah is really serious, um, but she's super when you sit across from her, she just sends you love and she's the warmest, most sensitive person. Sharon Osbourne is strong. Right. And you might think that she's sort of like the lion in the I'd den. I'd be scared right? of Sharon Osbourne. Oh, Me she's, too. She <laughs> is so lovely. She's the most supportive. She's the one who gives me the most compliments and she's just... She feels like a mother. She's very, very nurturing. And that. she tells the greatest stories. I know how much this would be, how demanding this show would be. And yet you have had some issues with your health and, and your energy. Mm -hmm. um, it turns out that you found out that you had, you're low on anemia. And that's got a name for it. There's actually a diagnosis. Right. I have IgA. I mean, low on Iron. And I'm low on iron. Iron, right? not yes. anemia. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm anemic, but it's called iron deficiency anemia. And yes, you are correct. I have had my health struggles. I was diagnosed with IDA, iron deficiency anemia, about six years ago. Uh-oh. Yeah, so I was going through this time when I got really, really exhausted and my energy levels were so low. It felt like chronic fatigue times 10. Really? And then I had a lot of pain in my body. I had brain fog. I had a little more anxiety. And um, the doctor here, Dr. Stephanie Martin, can also expand on this. But I was diagnosed with iron deficiency anemia. And it came about, um, I went to the doctor and he ordered a specific blood test. It's a blood panel for, it's a it's the iron panel, right, doctor? Yeah, you can do a blood count to look to see if the hemoglobin level is low, and that'll tell you if you have anemia. And then once you have that, then you do further testing to see if it's due to iron. So you can do ferritin test or something called a TSAT test. Mm -hmm. But the ferritin test is probably the most common. Very simple, easy blood test to do. Yes, and once I got the ferritin test results back, then I knew what I had, and it was 
life-changing to know what my diagnosis was and to be able to get a handle on it right. to manage my symptoms. Right. How long was this going on and what were you doing at the time? Were you still dancing at the time? Like what was, was going on in your life? I was dancing with the stars uh-huh. and I think I was doing a lot of other projects at the time and I just noticed I couldn't focus. And you know, it's very common. In this day and age, we're so like, things are coming at us a lot, right? And I think we're all overwhelmed in life. And so there was a part of me that was like, this is just life. This is just me getting older. This is just the way it is. And I just have to resign to it. So, you know, this is- Did it come on suddenly or was it kind of gradual? No, it was gradual. For me, it was Mm. gradual. Yeah, it happens over time and it just kind of builds up. And once we were able to manage my iron levels and we came up with the right treatment plan for me, I was feeling so much better. And what do you do for treatment? For me, well, what's important about IDA, and the doctor can expand on this more, is that everybody has their own treatment program, and we're not really here to talk about a specific treatment. This is about raising awareness. That's why it's so important. The Get Iron Informed campaign that we're doing is about having and encouraging women to and, and men to talk to their doctors and to know to ask for these tests. There's 5 million adult Americans that have this condition. That's a lot. It mm-hmm. is a lot. The and statistic it's is, wait, listen to this, one in four people across the world have it. Really? That's a lot. And it, it's more common in women, isn't it? It is more common in the women because of the monthly situation that we have, right? We bleed more. Right. But um, I think it's just important for people to to know about it because when I was informed about it, I was surprised. I hadn't even heard of it, really. Yeah. I didn't know it was a problem. I didn't know it was something. And it's so common. So I just want to spread the word. That's why we're here today. Yeah. We, me and the doctor were partners in this. <laughs> I think it's really cool that you're using your platform, too, just because it's you're so active in dance, but you're... and then you also sit on this all-female panel mm-hmm. and you have a huge platform of a bunch of different followers. Um, yes. So it's really cool to kind of bring that awareness. What made you decide that you wanted to be so transparent with your diagnosis? Um, you know what? In life, I, I kind of live by this and that's why it's such an honor to be on the talk is I think as women, as people, we have to share our stories and we have to sh- especially share our struggles because we're all struggling. And I think we all feel really alone in our struggles. And, also, and when we don't have to feel alone, we shouldn't. So that's why I want to share my story. That's why the doctor's here today. That's why we're all sitting here talking about getting iron informed because this is not something you have to struggle with. You can mm-hmm. just talk to your doctor, get a diagnosis, and you could feel much better. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is that people do think that celebrities like yourself who, you know, look fantastic and they've got these great jobs that they don't have struggles and that everything is perfect. And so I think it's really terrific that you're opening the door to let everybody in to say, you you. know, it happens even to me. Yeah. You know, I'd love to know, like in terms of, of treatment and how, what kind of treatments are available if you find out that you have IDA? Well, I think the good news is, is that this is a condition that's really easily diagnosed and the treatment is also pretty straightforward. So it's, you know, it's not something to be scared of. It can be managed very easily, but you have to know that you're at risk for it and ask your doctor to be tested in order to get the diagnosis. So most of the time when people get a diagnosis of IDA, it's going to start with some type of, you know, oral iron, a pill that you're taking, and then you'll establish a plan with your doctor for follow-up and determine if that's doing the trick or not. And if not, then you can advance to IV formulations that are more easily absorbed for patients who really don't where the oral formulations, the pills just don't work for them. Now, if people are listening to this right now and they're like, you know what, I, I'm tired all the time. Like I, I feel these symptoms and they go to CVS and there's, you know, the multivitamin irons that you can just get and take. Mm-hmm. Do you recommend them taking that or consult your doctor first and figure out what really the issue is? Because 
it couldn't, it might not be IDA. So I think the first thing is really important for people to be aware that they're at risk for it. And there's a lot of people at risk for it. So, you know, women of childbearing age, people mm -hmm. with irritable bowel disease like Crohn's and ulcerative colitis. If you've had gastric bypass surgery, these weight loss surgeries are incredibly common. And about half of patients will have IDA in that situation. And there's others. But if you think you might be at risk, or if you have some of the symptoms, then go see your doctor to get tested. I mean, then I think Carrie Ann, you know, had some pretty significant symptoms with her anemia, mm -hmm. but that's not always the case. In fact, right. much of the time with mild or, or moderate forms of anemia, you know, patients may have no symptoms or very mild symptoms and just, you know, chalk it up to life right, or, right. because exactly. they're pretty minor. And everyone's got stress and Absolutely. everyone's right. doing too much. Yeah. And if you have treatment, is it something you always have to continue or can you wean off it? Well, it kind of depends on the cause. So, you know, iron deficiency anemia is usually caused either because people aren't getting enough by through their diet or supplements, they're not absorbing it well, or they're bleeding. Mm -hmm. And so they're losing blood. So if you can fix the underlying problem, then you might be able to and, and fix the deficiency with some sort of supplementation like pills or IV, then you might be able to move on. But it's very important that people know they need to have follow-up to be sure that it's corrected. Mm -hmm. Too often, you know, women are given the iron supplements and then there's no follow-up to make sure that it did the trick. Right. I know I've had anemia in the past mm -hmm. and I had iron pills and then it got, I got better. Yeah, so, that's, that's, and for a large percentage of patients, that'll do the trick. The key is making sure that you get follow-up to make sure that it actually did work mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the anemia did get corrected. Figure out maybe why it happened in the first place. For example, fibroids are a really common cause. I had fibroids, that's how. And those, again, are very common among very, women. Very, very common, yes. Very, yeah. Can so you, for our listeners, explain what a fibroid is? Sure. And me. I know it's a non. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not even the doctor. I'm going to give that one to Carrie. Ann. It's a non-cancerous tumor in your feminine uterus. Yep, it's in, in the your uterus. 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 I'm, like, yep. yeah. I'm like, I only went that far before. Because <laughs> that's part of the explanation. <laughs> but they are very common. They're yes. very common. Unfortunately, most of the time they're not a real problem, and you can live your life comfortably without many issues. But for some women, they can become significantly um, uh, symptomatic and cause a lot of problems. And they with can bleed sometimes. Bleeding, mm -hmm. pain, mm -hmm. you know, a variety of things. So, um, but yes, fibroids are probably one of the most common causes of uh, blood loss in women that right. leads, leads to IDA. And you know, what's interesting about this topic is that I think as we've been talking about it throughout the day, we've done a lot of interviews today and people are very curious to know more about it. And there's a wonderful website that they've created called getironinformed.com. And what's really nice about it, besides that it has a lot of information, is that there's a resource that you can take to your doctor. Because really our biggest message today is to encourage you to talk to your doctor to get the diagnosis, get iron informed. That's what we really want. And then it's between you and your doctor how you manage and treat it. And um, even the doctor today was talking about it. Dr. Stephanie was saying that... Um, I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. 
like you have to be strong. Like we were saying, you have to be an advocate for yourself. You have to make those awkward questions or like when they're pushing you out the door saying, we've got time's up, you've got to ask the questions because it's not up to them, your health. It's in your own hands. You have to be the strongest proponent for your own health. Absolutely agree. Well, the other thing I just, since we're on the topic of fibroids, um, I women get really scared when they start getting out pain in their abdomens and bleeding. Mm -hmm. I've had friends who had that and they were literally too terrified to go to the doctor for months because they were scared of the diagnosis. Yes. And yet they just need to be treated. Absolutely. It's not serious. Well, and that's one of the reasons why we feel so passionate about Mm -hmm. IDA because this is a a potentially curable condition that will, you know, make major improvements in how you feel. So, you know, it's nothing to be afraid of. And living with the symptoms and minimizing them has major impacts on your life. Mm-hmm. And getting diagnosed is very simple. It's a blood test. So right. unless you have a fear of needles, right. I mean, <laughs> there's I nothing that. to be afraid of. <laughs> yeah, and the relief of knowing what yeah, it is. Right. Like exactly. you say, you are, it, people are frightened to get any sort of diagnosis. But once you know the relief that comes with it, I can attest to that. It's, mm-hmm. it's huge. It makes a huge impact in your life. I don't know if I'd be able to be doing what I do now by going to the talk every day and having this new schedule. I can tell you're shows. not in a fog. Yeah, you can tell. Like I'm different no. than I was last time I was here. Well, you seemed pretty great last time when you oh, were here, too. <laughs> no, but I, can, I, can, I feel like I can definitely tell. Like, you're more like... I'm, I'm, I don't know. I'm alert. Yeah, yeah, you're alert. And I feel more comfortable because there's something about like when you're not sure if something's going on in yeah. you, like you kind of walk around with this uncertainty and it drains your energy. That's, right? and that's very frustrating. true. Yes. Plus it's you're very worried. frustrating. And you're, yeah, you know you're not facing something. So you're using your energy almost to ignore it, right? Yeah. And now that you face something, it, it like, it just, it empowers you to know manage your own health, take your health into your own hands. That's what we want to tell people. Now, since you are, you're, you're doing the talk, mm-hmm. Dancing with the Stars is going to be coming up again. In the um, fall. In the fall. In the yes, fall. In the fall. So you've, well, you've, so you've got a bit of a break, but you will be doing it. And I mean, you're doing all kinds of things. Like how do you, how are you managing to stay in shape? Oh, well, you know what I am, because now my health is so good, and that's because I'm working very closely with my doctor. I keep checking my iron levels to make sure they're up. Because now that I know how simple it is to fix, I'm like, like ferritin test. I'm like, ferritin <laughs> test, doctor. <laughs> and then I tell the technician, you know we're having a ferritin test. Right? Like I tell the doctor and then I tell the technician because it is so important to me. But now that it is managed and my iron levels are good, I am able to work out with a trainer. I work out with a trainer twice a week. She's amazing. I do Pilates and I also do yoga. I do yoga once a week and... My Sunday yoga is really helpful because I we meditate and we chant. Mm. And something about the vibration of chanting, I don't know what it is, but that gives me a lot of joy as well. <laughs> Did you feel like there was like boundless energy that almost that came back like right when you got leveled out? Like you were like, where has this been? Yes. It felt, you know what it feels like? This is so strange to say it like this, but I felt like me again. Yeah. And I, I talked to my girlfriends because I have a girls' night with my girlfriends where we do the wine, like you yeah. said, right? <laughs> right. It's a different not, time. Not at 2 p.m. Yeah, it's not at the talk <laughs> time. But this day. is my evening girl time with my girl, my other girlfriends. And we talk about things like this and it, wanting to feel like yourself again because we're overwhelmed in life. Life is moving so quickly. We have so much information. You guys work in media. I'm sure you're inundated, yes. right? How do we protect ourselves? How do we manage our own energy and our health throughout all of this? And um I forgot where I was going with that because I got well, overwhelmed. Just, it's just important. <laughs> well, it's important that it's important what, to balance yourself it is and to balance your, yourself. Yeah, happiness. when you when you work out with your trainer, what kind of what kind of workouts do you do? She does a hit workout. She a makes what? me Ooh. put a heart monitor on, uh-huh. which I don't like. 
And then you go like to a five and then you go back to a one, you go back up to a five and you go back to a one and it's hard. So she's doing cardio with you. No, it's not cardio. Oh, really? Because I don't like cardio. Really? You don't do any cardio? Interval, nope. training. interval training. Yeah. Huh. You know what I also do now? I hike. Well, that gives you cardio. But no, I'm a slow hiker. I, I wouldn't <laughs> call it cardio. But I do like being outside and in nature. It makes me feel alive, right? Which is kind of what we're talking about. Well, I wish that we could be outside all the time where we live here in New York City. But you have um, the energy of New York City. It's great here. That's it is, true. It is true. Um, in terms of dance, mm-hmm. so is are, are you not dancing anymore? Well, I stopped dancing a while ago, but I just started again. So on Tuesday nights now, my old dance teacher and I, because I've been posting these old dance videos mm-hmm. of myself, and I'm like, oh, I miss dancing. And now that I have my health and my energy is managed, I I can dance again. But we just do a warm-up because I'm now also 51. So we don't need to be dancing as hard as I was when I was 23. So (laughs) take it in stride. Do you still have it? I bet you do. I don't know if that's for me to say. (laughs) 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 I don't know. I guess I would have to dance for Len and Bruno to find out. I'm sure they will tell me if I have it or if I don't. Do Len and Bruno still dance? Bruno dances all the time. He thinks he's a Chippendale dancer. Uh, I don't know if you've noticed. <laughs> <laughs> and he knows I would say that, and I think he'd be so happy. <laughs> that's hysterical. I would love to see Bruno do a Chippendale dance. Maybe oh, my that's gosh. You Just come to suggest. a live taping. Oh, really? Yes, in between commercial breaks. There goes Bruno. That oh. does not surprise me. It does not, right? <laughs> and Len is an incredible ballroom dancer. And actually, Dr. Stephanie Martin is also a ballroom dancer. <gasps> we just found out today. Really? So imagine all these connections it's we a have match made This is yes. perfect. I know. What? It's kind of crazy, right? <laughs> you know what? Yeah. You know what? The other thing I, I, is crazy. Um, Dancing with the Stars. I like. You know, it goes for us. We cover it every week, and, and we thank get you very for very involved. It. Oh, we love it. We we get so involved. And then I read that it's ten days. Like for you, it's ten days. <laughs> yes. Wait, that's it? Like yes, I, I go in ten days. Like that's, that's why it's crazy. Like. I, I'm because th- it goes on for weeks. I guess for ten weeks for everybody else, but right. we're judges. So for the judges, this is my schedule in Dancing with the Stars. Monday, I go into work at eleven o'clock, and we tape live to the East Coast at five, and I am walking off the set at seven p.m. and that is it because I don't have to prepare. When Aaron Andrews retires, just <laughs> no, no. Let me Aaron know. Andrews works harder than we do. <laughs> The job you want is my job, sister. Okay. <laughs> okay. I gotta get dancing. The job you want is dancing. my job. <laughs> and how, but how do you manage to see like everything they do because they're moving so fast? Like, whoops, we're watching it on TV, <laughs> and the things that you guys pick up about their movements. Mm. Well, you know what? This is something that's important to know. Is Tell that us a you secret. guys watch the camera angles? Uh-huh. I get to watch whatever I want to watch with my eyes. So I'm going to see more than you see. And I'm also going to see different things than you see because of our angle. We now have the angles that you guys get at home as well. We have a little monitor. We didn't used to have that. So sometimes people be like, what are you talking about? I'm like, well, I saw it. And then I'd watch playback the next day for what people at, at home saw. And I'm like, okay, you didn't see that lift. <laughs> but from where I was sitting, I saw the lift. Trust yeah. me. We know I am the lift police. Yeah. Bum, 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 bum. yeah. Well, and it just seems like because you guys are so detail. Well, that's oh, our, jo- oh, that's our I job. Know, yeah. I know. That's my job. Like, they're going so fast and the lights are on and the music. I just but don't when know. you've been dancing your whole life, you yeah. kind of sense it. You can just feel it. And mostly I look at them like I look at them as all beginners, right? Because really that's what it's about. It's somebody trying something that they've never done before. Usually, sometimes that's not always the case. Yeah. And that's okay, too, because it's always nice to have great dancers on the show as well. And they don't know if somebody's going to be a good dancer or not when they come on the show. 
but you can tell. Like you, I want to encourage all of them. So I can. I'm. I think I am maybe harder on people who dance more. I mean, I think I, I can think say that, that you should be I because. Think so too. Well, yeah. Like when you have professional athletes, like well, like gym gymnasts. Because, Gymnast, yeah. Well, I mean, with Jordan Fisher's on there, right. and he can move his body. Like right. it, it's a it's a talent to be able to right. just move your body in a way that is art. Yeah. Right. And I love the excellent dancers. Yeah. Also, because then I can be like, uh, uh-uh. uh. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I can be more critical on them than yeah. I can. Like for instance, Bobby Bones was not at the level of everyone else, but Bobby Bones had a great journey. And guess what? I always say the right person won because. The audience and the judges, we score and then the audience votes. So if the audience votes somebody through that maybe we didn't score as well, then I say that that's the way it's meant to be. Absolutely. Who do you, who stands out for you over the years as like people that you were just like amazed by how they did or like what fantastic dancers they became? I was always impressed with Amy Purdy, Mm -hmm. Niall DeMarco. Niall DeMarco was amazing. Um, Was it not, was Niall deaf? Yes, that was incredible. And then he did that dance to Sound of Silence, which yes. was breathtaking. That I mean, yes. Yeah, sometimes we get art on our show. Jordan Fisher had some incredible numbers. And then there's the fun ones, like Alfonso was so much fun. Oh, Emma yeah. Smith was so much fun. Gil Marini was also, he was spectacular on the dance floor. And who else was good this year? Who did we have that was, oh, Milo Ma- Milo, Milo was Ma- really I'm, good. I, yeah. Yes. He was our and so young. Loved they loved him. Loved him. He was really fun to have on the show. Yeah. And I was, I have to say that over the years, like, Rumor Willis really stood out oh, for yeah. me. Oh, yeah, she was good. Yeah, she Kelly really Kelly Osborne too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Remember her journey? She was with Louis Van Amstel when we were really strict on ballroom. And Louis, yeah. like, whipped her to whipped shape. Whipped her to shape. <laughs> yeah. She was good. Yeah, that was life transforming yes. for her. I do love watching that. I like it when I know that their life has been changed or that they've grown as a human being from being on our show because dance was that for me. It was a like a tool to grow and to learn more about myself. And when I see people come into our show thinking they're just going to lose weight and they end up walking away with like a life lesson, it's really beautiful. And I just want to mention one other. Yes. The I can't remember his name, but the, the vet who had lost, I think he lost a leg, part of a leg. The veteran? The veteran. Um, uh, Noah. Noah. Noah Calloway. Yes. Noah Calloway. And he proposed on the show. Unfortunately, they never got married, but he did propose. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I remember. But I mean, was that was really beautiful. It dancing. wasn't actually, I had an, oh, an opportunity to work with him because we do that judges um, choreography or judges mm. choice. And working with him was really inspirational because it was, you had to be very creative. And he was just, you know, he's a survivor. I mean, getting to work with him, I was inspired. Most yeah. of the people that are on our show inspire me. Yeah, I was about to say, it's really cool for you to be able to witness like that growth, not just really physically, is. but you know, emotionally. It is, because you guys see it at home. and like, yeah. We really see them. it. And in fact, I have to say, I'm going to miss the show taking a little bit of a longer hiatus. Just think how much you're going to love us when we come back. Yes. We will. <laughs> for those, we will for have those 10 you. days. For those 10 yeah. days. Now you're going to think about it. Oh my God, she has the easiest job. <laughs> I have um, the best job I'm coming for Aaron Andrews. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I thought like you're slaving away, visiting all, everybody who's practicing. No, because for us to judge fairly, we need to be yeah. very far away from them. So we don't have any interaction with them throughout the week except for that last week. And it's always funny because we walk into the studios when we do the judge's choice and they're like, wow, you're actually nice. I'm like, uh, <laughs> what were you thinking? <laughs> I'm just not here. Well, yeah. I think you're all, I think that you are always nice. Like you're, you're, I, I think that sometimes Len can be really tough. He can be tough. But yeah. for me, it, like, see, I, yeah. Dr. Stephanie is nodding. Yes. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I have. You think he's tough? I just have a soft spot in my heart for these folks who put it all out there. And ballroom dancing is hard. I take it from personal experience. And I am constantly in awe at how well these people perform with such little time to prepare. Yes. Yes. Remember the steps. I always kind of get a little tear in my eye when they get criticized too hard. Wait, wait. This she might be coming for my job. Well, oh, <laughs> yeah, is it here? Well, she is. She is a future star That's on right. Dancing with I the know. Stars. You're one of the Amazing. pros. I love it. I'll give you all the tips. <laughs> but so back to what we're talking about. We do want to just. We want to reiterate the message. Yes. We want people out there, your listeners, to go and have these conversations with their doctors. Get iron informed. Yes, the campaign if you are speaks feeling tired, you're dragging yourself around. Just don't assume that it's life, or you that you have got young children. You know, or even if you don't have symptoms, that's the whole point. We want you to yeah. still have the conversations with your doctor. If you don't know what questions to ask, go to getironinformed.com. There's wonderful resources. It's really simple. Well, thank you so much for thank coming you. here. Thanks for having me. You guys are so thank much fun. Stephanie, sharing and your Karen. story, you so and we're much. so happy that you're feeling well. Thank you, and that you did get diagnosed and that you're very healthy and energetic now. Thank you. And thank you, Dr. Stephanie Martin, for coming in and joining us. Thank you. Thank you, guys. And thank you, Simon Nick. (laughs) Thank you, Simon Nick.